God's so awesome, dude. I, um, I was over at Life Right. It's this, like, Christian halfway house place. And, um, there was this, uh, I went to go meet up with this dude that loaned me money for my, for my gutter machine and trailer. And, uh, basically each week I'll, I'll pay him, um, at the end of the week, right? And, uh, that's where he was at. And he's like, I'll just come over here. So I went over there and there's a couple guys standing over the fire. And he went over there to meet with this one guy who, um, was just, uh, kind of like freshly getting sober and he wasn't doing good and he wanted to go get high, but he, he called this dude, uh, the, the guy that loaned me the money. And, um, and, and he hit him up and then he, he went over there or whatever. And they're talking around the fire when I got there. And, uh, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like when people are at a point where they don't care, like, like they don't care what other people think. And they just, they're like desperate, you know, like, like, that's awesome. Like, God, <laughs> like, he, 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 he wants us to, like, live life in that place, man, where we just want to know him, to know his love, and to love others, man. Like, to know his love for us and to love others, and that we just be desperate for that, man. Oh crazy dude and like this guy like you can see that this guy was like he wasn't doing good he wanted to go get high he was not feeling well like warfare in his mind stuff you know uh but he called somebody and it's like it's just awesome dude like all the manly pride ego stuff you know preferences well I don't hang out with these type of people or these type of people you can see how like when someone's like desperate like all that just goes to the wayside man it's just kind of like whatever like I need help <laughs> and it's the same way when uh, when people are in the um, oh had something fall down uh, when people are in like active addiction right or the, and they're trying to go and they're really trying to get some meth or weed or whatever I mean you, you think like oh like weed's not that bad no it's it's like has that same level of like power and control with the spirit addiction behind it right so like we'll we'll lay down all those things all of our preferences about people and who we're hanging out with and standards and all that stuff to go and, and get drugs um and like <laughs> on the opposite end of the end of the spectrum right we'll lay down all those preferences and stuff to like go and seek the lord and like it's just awesome man when he gives us that desire and this guy had that desire and he was in a place where he didn't feel okay but he had faith man like God gave him this faith and he used it and it's just it gets me so pumped dude and like I just got to talk with those guys a little bit and it was just like ah it's so good man uh, and then I saw this other guy that I knew there he was a guy um, he went through uh, he went through treatment at the drug and alcohol treatment center I was working at uh, probably about a year and a half ago. But he was at the at the halfway house, and I was like, what's up, man? He's like, what's up? And um, he's like, yeah, they got me on a first degree. And, like, if you don't know what that means, basically, like, first degree drug charges. Like, he could go to prison for a long time. Um, and not, like, jail at the county jail, like, prison. 
and he just had a ton of peace and I'm like dude it's crazy man I'm like you know like right now with this gutter business I, I'll like so much stuff goes wrong like left and right like all the time and um, not saying it'll always be that way but that's the way it's been lately and um, I think it's a lot of learning and getting started and stuff but also like things will just happen right it's like God says that like trouble in this life is going to come like that's a promise like it will happen <laughs> so anyways um, I was like yeah man like I've been feeling that in my gutter stuff you know but it's like all this is going on but I just I, I don't know I just have peace you know and I just feel really content and he's like man that's amazing like that's how I feel he's like dude everybody's like you know, aren't you worried about, you know, all this time over your head? And he's like, no, I don't even feel that, man. I just know wherever I am, like, the Lord's with me. And I'm like, come on, man. And it's like God's changing his heart, man, more and more every day. Like, he's even right now, he's not the same dude that committed those crimes. Like, it's just amazing. Like, we're not our mistakes, man. We are who he says, who he says we are. Like, it's awesome. I, um, I was driving today to this job. First, I went to go help out one of the other gutter guys, the company we subcontract for. There's basically two of us doing gutters. And this other guy, Mark, he had something going on with his truck or with his machine or something, and he asked me if I could drop a gutter for him with my machine. So I drove. I thought it was only going to be like an extra hour, but it was a blizzard, so it added like three hours on to my, my trip, right? <laughs> and uh, so I go to drop his gutter, and the guy that was at the house, Mark wasn't there yet. And this guy was like super open. Like, he's like, yeah, you know, I would have done the gutters myself, but I just, I can't even walk right now with my back. And I was like, oh, your back's bothering me? He's like, yeah. I was like, I want to pray for you, man. What's your name? And he said, Charlie. And then we, I cleaned up or whatever. He shot out the gutter. It was only, I was only there for like 20 minutes. And, um, uh, and then, I, then we prayed and, I was like, can I, can I hold your hand? And he's like, yeah. And this is like a farmer dude, right? You know, like a lot of those guys are like manly, tough guys or whatever, right? This guy was just, he was just so open. And he grabbed my hand and I prayed for him. And, and he just said, and may the Lord bless you wherever you go. In the name of Jesus, amen. And I looked up and he was crying. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, this is what I was here for. And um, it was just so cool. And then I started driving to my job. Again, like the GPS said like an hour, it took like two and a half hours. Because <laughs> it's like blizzard conditions. And I get there and I measure the house and I get it all set up and I've been there about an hour and I'm about to chop out some gutters and I hook my machine up and it's not working. I keep blowing the circuit breaker in the house and I was like, oh man. And I call, I make like four phone calls and I'm talking to people and trying to figure it out and we don't know what's going on. And... Uh, and we're like, okay, I've got to wait until Monday to talk to this guy uh, that's a gutter repair specialist. He's going deer hunting. Or I can go buy a generator for like $800, $900 and see if it works. But if it doesn't work, then I'm stuck with this generator. Um, so I, I was like, oh, I'll wait till Monday. And so I didn't even get to do this job. <laughs> so like, if I miss a job... Uh, like I lo basically lose like a thousand dollars, right? And it's crazy. Like it's so like what me and Steve, this dude, I gave away his name, but that's okay. The, the dude that had the first degree drug charges, right? 
like what we were talking about was like this exactly right like just being content no matter like what's going on um because like those those thoughts that come and they really actually don't anymore like this but at first it was when i first started doing this it'd be like oh man that's five hundred dollars what about this and this and this or oh you just lost a thousand dollars today because of this mistake or whatever or this thing but it's like man i honestly like i don't even i don't even hear that voice very much anymore because like every time the enemy would come with that man i would just be talking to the lord I'd be like, Father God, I thank you that everything's going to be all right, that you're my provider, and that it's well. And I thank you that in this, I actually got to learn something, God. And isn't it amazing that I can learn in a place of grace, and I can learn in a place of growing up into you, where I'm not condemning myself or anyone else around me, God, and I can just be so open with the plans changing. And I would just pray like this whenever stuff went wrong. And now it's like that voice is so small, dude. So I can lose $1,000 or $500 or $1,500 and be like, thank you, Lord. It's going to be a good day. Like, wherever we're going, God, I'm in. And um, anyway, so I'm driving back. And, and I hit up Mark, the other gutter guy, seeing if he was at that other job. I was like, man, could I, could I try your generator and see if it works on my machine? And that way I'll know if I need to get the machine fixed or if I just need a generator. And I drove like an hour and met up with him and, and we tested the generator and it actually works. My machine works fine. So I've just got to get a generator um, on Monday. I'll, I'll go in and get one, uh, which is sweet. So I won't have to miss any work. And uh, anyways, I'm there with Mark and I, and I realized I was like, oh man. Like, I think we're supposed to be working together because we're independent contractors, so we each do our own thing completely, like we have our own businesses. Um, but I felt like the Lord was telling me, he's like, just throw out the idea. And I was like, Mark, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to do this, but I felt like I should just say it. Like, we could work together, and now with it being winter and it taking longer to do these gutters and we can't go on the roof as much, like, I think we could make more money working together, and I think it might just be better to have another person around in the wintertime. I mean, it's like, it's dark, it's cold. Like, I think we would just enjoy working together. And um, he's like, yeah, you know, you, you might be right. And his gutter machine is not his own. He's basically, he's subcontracting with this company, but he's also working for another company, which is called, I won't say their name, but it's really messed up how they set it up. So he's basically getting paid half of what I am uh, for doing gutters, which is not... Like, it's it's not a good deal, right? Um, so, like, if him and I use my machine and we do split jobs through the company or subcontract, this is probably sounds really complicated. Um, but anyways, if we do split jobs and we do it together, we could knock out, like, two jobs a day. He would make more money, and I would be able to consistently make money through the winter, and we'd be able to work together as a team. Um, so, I don't know. It was just, it was cool. It was cool how everything worked out. And Mark is like the rowdiest, like, contractor dude. Like, he's got, like, no teeth. And he just, he's, I don't think he's in active addiction anymore. But I think he's, like, been in and out of using drugs and alcohol. I think he'll still go get wasted here and there. But he's like your, like, stereotypical rowdy contractor dude, you know. Um, <laughs> just, like, the first time I met him, this was, like, five months ago you know we were out on a job and I was I was working for another guy and we went to go help Mark with this job and, and Mark was just like not okay you know he was getting so mad about everything going on <laughs> and he's like and he's complaining about his back hurt or something and I'm just like 
man, can I just pray for you? And he's like, yeah, whatever, man. You know, we <laughs> just prayed. And <laughs> I don't know. It was like that was our first, you know, communication. And uh, it, was, it was just cool, man. So I've just been able to really openly just bless him and, and pray for him and stuff here and there when we see each other. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's cool, man. He's just like this angry old guy, and I just love him. Um, so God's, God's awesome, man. Uh, just the different relationships that we have in our lives and how he, how he brings people together. and it's, it's cool, man. Like, he's just pursuing us constantly. Um, and then uh, Paula's down. She's in um, Atlanta. No, not Atlanta. Dalton, Georgia, which is right by Atlanta. But I wasn't sure if I should go or not. She went to this conference. It's this dude named Kevin Zadai. And I was kind of asking the Lord, and I didn't really have a sure yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I was like several hours from Alexandria. Um, and and I felt like the Lord just told me after I got done working on that job with Mark, the Lord was like, just go home, take a shower, and go to the airport. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm thinking in my head, like, dude, I was looking at those flights earlier. There's like not even any flights going there you know, at this point, and, like, they were all crazy expensive and all this stuff, but I just, I really felt like the Lord was just, like, take a shower and just drive to the airport, and it'll be cool, like, he said that, he's like, it'll be really cool, and I'm like, what the heck, so, I'm gonna go in, I just got to my place, I'm gonna go and shower, and, um, and go to the airport, I'll probably let you guys know how it goes, <laughs> bless you guys, have a good night. God's awesome. He's alive. He's doing stuff. He loves us. He so just wants us to have like real intimacy with him. And uh, it's it's for you. It's for us. It's for all of us. Man. So, see you guys.